God has arisen and he is shining with excellence. God has arisen and he is shining with excellence. So, we need to know what we are saying when we say, God, arise, let my enemies be scattered. For indeed, he has arisen and he is shining with excellence. Psalm 45, verses 6 and 7 say, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Psalms 45, 6-7. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Who is the scripture referring to here? Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. The psalmist is saying, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God. Therefore, God, your God. He's talking to God. He's saying, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And now he goes and say, your God, your God. Amen? You see that? The psalmist is talking to God. He's saying, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness, O God, and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God. Wow. So it's like God has a God. You see that? Hmm? Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions or more than your fellows. It's the same scripture that you see in Hebrews 1.9, talking about Jesus. That unto the Son, he said, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Above your fellows. That's the oil of excellence. That's the spirit of excellence. Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of excellence comes with righteousness. It says, because you love righteousness and hate wickedness, therefore your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Amen. That's the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence upon Jesus. Because of what? Because of love for righteousness. Because of righteousness. Because of righteousness. It's righteousness that brings peace. It's peace that makes room for joy. Remember again that without righteousness, there is no exaltation. Remember again that righteousness exalts a nation. The scripture says righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is what a reproach unto any people. Sin is shame unto any people, unto any nation. If righteousness can exalt a nation, you can be sure righteousness will exalt a person. Amen? 
If righteousness exalts a nation, our own nation, many people, righteousness exalts a nation. You can be sure that righteousness exalts a person. Righteousness will exalt you. Righteousness will promote you. Righteousness will bring you to excellence. So it is said, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is the scepter of righteousness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. The Lord has anointed you with excellence. Amen. The Lord will bring you to excellence with the spirit of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Arise, shine, and excel. Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Ephesians 5.14. Let's say that again, our memory verse. Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Let's go back to our text. Ephesians 5.1-21. Let's go back to that. Let's round up with that. Here we'll see the description of those who are Christians but are asleep or they are dead sleep. They are like dead. They are walking dead. In verse 1, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Here in these two verses, we see the Holy Spirit saying, copy God or imitate God. Verse 1, be imitators of God. And verse 2 says, copy Christ or imitate Christ and walk in love as Christ also has loved us. That is copy Christ and copy God. Okay? Copy Christ, copy Lord, uh, copy God. Now it says in verse 3, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as fitting for saints. Saying fornication, all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once mentioned among you as becoming saints. No, it should not even be talked about. It doesn't mean don't preach it. It doesn't mean don't expose it. It just means it should not be heard. Like, it should not happen. If you are Christians, no, that is a no-no. It should not be done. Okay? And he continues to say, neither filthiness. Wow. No foolish talking. Just, Just jesting, you know? Silly jokes. Oh, it's, it's, there's nothing. No, it's a problem. Silly jokes. It's not acceptable to God. No coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of things. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the anger of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. 
Verse 7, therefore do not be partakers with them. What he's saying there is that do not partake of the wrath of God. Do not partake of the wrath of God as is on the children of disobedience. If because if you practice what they practice, you will partake of what they partake of. Because you have participated in what they participated of. You see the difference? Amen. If you participate in it or in those things, then you will partake of the wrath of God. Amen. If you don't participate, you don't partake. Anything you participate in, you partake of it. Amen. If you participate, then you partake, meaning you receive from it. Something is given to you. So, here, the scripture is saying, don't imitate them. Don't copy them. Don't copy the world. Don't copy what they do. What does the world do? The world, you know, sleep one, with one another anyhow. They sleep with one another anyhow. They have sex anyhow. Out of marriage, they do anything. All kinds of evil things. All kinds of silly, bad things they do. And the scriptures say, do not participate with them. Because if you participate with them, you're going to partake of the wrath of God. He said, don't copy them. Don't imitate them. Imitate God. Imitate Christ. Imitate God. Imitate Christ. Now, look at this. Watch this very well. In verse 8, he said, for you were once darkness. There was a time you were darkness. But now, you are what? Light. There was a time you were like them. You are no longer like them. There was a time you were darkness. Now you are light. You are light in the Lord. You are light means you are alive in the Lord. There is a way the children of light walk. And there is a way the children of darkness walk. They are not the same. The children of light don't participate in what the children of darkness participate in. They don't do the same thing. Very different. Opposites. Light and darkness don't mix. When light comes on, darkness runs away. So he say, don't copy them. Why is the Holy Spirit saying that here? The Holy Spirit is saying that meaning that the, there are those who copy such things. So the Holy Spirit says, no, don't do that. You're doing that. Don't do that. You're not supposed to do that. 